0: It might be one of the hottest arguments in the country right now, that of whether or not the government can mandate a vaccine up here in Washington state. Of course, it's become quite the issue with Governor Zero mandating it. And there's been a lot of brouhaha about whether or not there can be exceptions, whether there should be exceptions, whether even has the authority to do this. And of course, this expands on a national scale, as we have Dr. Fauci said today, telling us that we should have vaccine mandates, we have members of Congress calling for that, we have government employees in the form of medical professionals having press conferences telling us that we should do this, and so forth and so on. Of course, the argument is whether or not the government has a right to do this or whether whether it's a violation of your rights to do this, to mandate that you get the vaccine. There will always be these questions. And of course, it's really more a question of whether the power of government extends to this or not. Now, under normal circumstances, I think we can all agree that it probably does not. I don't think even the most hardened of leftists, would agree that the government should be able to dictate what you put into your body on a given day, under normal circumstances. But we are not in normal circumstances, are we? In fact, in virtually every state, I haven't looked at it lately, but I know here in Washington State it's still in effect, we are operating under emergency authority of the governor, who, in some states has essentially unlimited power. California, we've talked about this since day one, the California constitution gives the governor of the state of California virtually unlimited powers. He can seize property under the emergency authority. Does that emergency authority extend to vaccine mandates? There is, of course, resistance to this idea. Many people are resistant to it. starting to see this on Facebook. You're starting to see people who refuse to wear masks and so forth and so on. But when it comes to the vaccine, people are really, really passionate about this. And the unfortunate and sad truth is we're never going to know for certain whether or not the government has the power to do this until the courts take this up. And it would have to be the federal courts take this up and it will go from a district court wherever that may be some judge somewhere will will either strike it down or support it it'll be appealed to a district court the district court will do it probably uh, in a panel scenario and then go in bank and then you may get an emergency appeal to the supreme court like we saw on the the stuff last week on the uh, immigration laws but ultimately, it will be the Supreme Court that will have to decide whether or not government's powers to act in the interests of public health extend to the idea of vaccine mandates or not. And even then, what's the extent of that? But the vaccine mandate, folks, is coming. It's it's already here. If you haven't seen it yet, you will. And... It will not come from the government. What do I mean? Well, in 1989, the Navy, which I realize is government, but stay with me here. The Navy informed us that the state of Virginia had enacted a seatbelt law. And while it was never put into writing per se, it was made clear to us that if we violated the seatbelt law and we were out and about in Virginia and managed to get ourselves into an accident, which resulted in serious bodily injury. Again, without our seatbelts on, we would be on our own. You're going to, you're going to go to a civilian hospital and you're going to take care of the bill yourself. The military this week informed the military that they would get their vaccination. And if you don't get the vaccination, well, <laughs> I suspect that if you wind up hospitalized, you're going to end up paying for it yourself. There are numerous states that have helmet laws for motorcycle riders. I've never understood. Look, it's a personal thing to do with it what you will. I have never understood anybody who rides a motorcycle without a helmet. I I don't get it. Okay? It's like people who smoke. I don't get it. I not going to deny that you have a right to do it, but I think you're stupid. I mean, I really do. Not only that, but you're a slob, because all smokers are. Put that aside, helmet laws exist because why? The well, same reason car insurance exists. They're trying to mitigate and spread out the risk, the insurance companies are. And if you're not wearing a helmet and you get involved in an accident and you manage to survive with a cracked cranium... Guess what? The cost of that's going to be. Same with car insurance. Hell, same with flood insurance. So Cammy and I are actually doing a a refi of the house right now. Um for no other reason than they offered us a, a better interest rate. So uh, you know, might as well take advantage of that. We didn't take any cash out because of some other reasons that I'll talk about at some point in the future, but but we want that that different that better interest rate, so we decided to go over the refi. And one of the things that this thing got hung up on was flood insurance. Apparently, when we took out the initial loan, we didn't buy flood insurance. Why did I not buy flood insurance? Well, number one, I'm not in a flood zone, as as the maps will clearly show. And the reason I'm not in a flood zone is because I live at the top of a 500-foot tall hill. I mean, literally, I live at the top. The name of my neighborhood is The Summit. Okay? (laughs) I can't get my lawn Hold water, it just runs off. Okay, so when we did this refi, they're pushing for flood insurance. Why? Because they're afraid of the risk and they need to mitigate that, and they need to spread out the cost for the people who live at the bottom of the hill so that they don't have to pay an absorbent amount of money. They want the rest of us to fork over money for it. It's kind of like my HOA wants me to pay dues for a fence that doesn't touch my street. Why? Because they want to spread that cost out. They want, they want more people contributing to this, even though it doesn't really affect them. That's how you get, by the way, a vaccine mandate. What do you do? Well, you make hospitalization for particularly the delta variant, and it wouldn't matter if it was the delta variant or the epsilon variant or the 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 gamma variant or whatever. It doesn't matter. You make that cost of hospitalization as high as possible. In some cases, we're told that the, quote, average cost of a stay in the hospital for Delta variant is somewhere on the order of $50,000. Now, again, we've talked at great lengths in the past about why hospital, why, why healthcare is so expensive and some of the problems there. But this is a point where they're using that to their advantage. They make it cost way more money than it should and they make that cost exorbitant to scare you oh if i if i get hospitalized could be very expensive and by the way they make it clear the company makes it clear that this cost will come out of our profits which means that our stock price goes down our our investors are disappointed oh and we can't give you raises this year and so they make a decision based on the cost that sounds like we care about you. We love you. We're not going to make you get a vaccine," they might say. We're not going to fire you if you don't get a vaccine. We're not going to we're not going to make you test every day. But oh by the way, your insurance cost will be exorbitantly higher from here on out if you don't get a vaccine you will pay for it you will pay a lot of money in addition to whatever you pay for your health insurance already and and if you work you know that you know that those costs have been going steadily upwards over the past few years i, I used to <laughs> i used to laugh about it when i worked for a certain company that shall remain nameless but rhymes with clear channel and it was like every year they would send out a a big orange graphic with an arrow pointing up, and it would say, "Healthcare costs are going up. We've got to do something to try to rein this in." And so, you're going to have to pay more for your healthcare this year to to help mitigate this cost because Clear Channel is being run by a bunch of adults who apparently don't know how to do anything when it comes to finances, and that's why <laughs> Clear Channel is millions of dollars in debt and you know chapter 11 and all that but they weren't the only ones in fairness there were a lot of companies doing that i used to work for a nonprofit that did the same thing we we would every year we would we would add some benefit you know mental health benefit or whatever and charge people more <laughs> I thought what we really need here is an a la carte system but that's a that's a story for another day but by claiming that the cost, if you take a risky activity, is higher, we can charge you more. Now, I don't know if they do this with helmet laws or not. I, they should. I've always, always thought they should with motorcycles. If you don't wear a helmet, you should have to pay more for your insurance. Why should, why should riders who don't do that, who, who do wear a helmet, have to pick up the cost, absorb the cost of your risk? Same with seat belts and cars. Same with people who get lots of tickets. In the, in the old days, I used to pay a lot of money for my insurance on my car because I had a lot of tickets. That was one of, the, one of the points at which I realized I was growing up when I said to myself, I'm tired of paying this much for insurance because of these tickets. I should slow down. I should stop taking that risk. And it took a while, but my insurance went down. But... At the end of the day, these companies want to spread that out. And so by claiming, and, and again, how do I know? How do I know what it costs to be in the hospital for Delta variant COVID? How, how would I even begin to figure that out? I, I don't know. I've, I, I've been in the hospital a few times and I've looked at the bills and I've thought to myself, this is insane. I mean, literally... My Some of the things that they did post-surgery when I had my knee replaced cost more than the actual pieces that they put in me. I'm familiar with labor costs and the likes of that, but some of this stuff didn't make any sense to me. But I wasn't paying it, so what do I care, right? That's that's where they've gotten us. And now you've got companies that are saying, we're not going to fire you. But we can't take this risk. We can't afford for these employees to get sick with the Delta variant, go to the hospital, and eat up our profits, you see. Now, what they never discuss is, okay, how many employees are we talking about here? If we have a company that has 10,000 employees and one goes to the hospital for COVID and costs us $50,000, is that really that big of a, I mean, (laughs) most people don't use your health insurance anyway. That's reality. Most younger folks don't. That's, I, I worked for years before I ever went to a doctor, because because of my insurance, and that's what's true of most young people. It's only us old folks that are a problem. That's why they want to get rid of us and get us onto Medicare and and that kind of stuff, so the government can do it. So it's not coming out of their profits. This is how you get the vaccine mandate, folks. I didn't mean to get too far afield there in the insurance stuff because that's a passion of mine. But, but this is how you get the vaccine mandate. You understand it? It doesn't come from the government. The government, okay, maybe they had a backroom meeting somewhere over coffee and, and salads or something, and they talked about, you know, you could get your people to pay. for it. Maybe they did that. I don't know. But reality is the way you get this vaccine mandate is the Delta plan. That's what I'm calling it because Delta Airlines actually announced this this week that if you don't get the vaccine, we're not going to make you get the vaccine, but we're going to – you're going to pay for it. You are going to pay a lot more. Ed Bastian, the CEO of of Delta Airlines, who's one of the creepiest looking dudes I've ever – he's probably perfectly normal, but whoever took the photograph really lit it oddly – and he looks like, I don't know, he looks like he's just creepy. But he put out a memo this week, which you can read, by the way, which announces that all this stuff that I talk about, $50,000, let's see, where, where else does it say here? Uh, let's see, $50,000 per person, average hospital stay for, costs delta 50000 And we're not going to take that financial risk. So beginning September 12th, any U.S. employee who's not fully vaccinated will be required to take a test each week. I guess they are going to do that. And you will pay an additional $200 a month for your health insurance. I don't know about where you are. Maybe Delta employees can afford that. I don't know. But based on my experience working in both nonprofit world and for Clear Channel, an additional $200 each month out of my paycheck would have been i don't know that it would have been disastrous but it would have hurt and so that's the point where you step back and you start thinking to yourself okay <laughs> how much how much can i absorb to stand on my principle of they can't make me get a vaccine How 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 much can you take because believe me if at $200, a bunch of Delta employees, most Delta employees say, well, okay, <laughs> here's your $200. Your it's like Bill McNeil in News Radio. It's a $100 fine for smoking in the office. Okay, well, here's $300 for the, for the next two. Oh, well, then we should raise the fine. Believe me, if $200 doesn't get it done, they'll raise it to $500 or $1,000. They will raise that cost point to the point where you finally say, you know what, I'm just going to get the vaccine because it's simpler, it's cheaper, and I can't afford the cost. Or i got to quit my job. And most of us are not in the position of being able to quit our jobs. Most of us are not in that position. I know we all want to think we are, but most of us are not. Very few of us are in a position of being able to quit our jobs over a (laughs) somewhat debatable moral position. I'm just that's reality folks this whole thing this vaccine mandate is coming and it will come not from the government it will come from your employer who will tell you you will get the vaccine or you will pay through the nose and we will keep jacking that up until you give in one way or the other you'll either quit we won't have to pay at all or you'll see it our way and you'll get the vaccine Delta Airlines, where it starts, <laughs> but I guarantee this your company's gonna do it too. And that's how you get a vaccine mandate.